Hey, Michigan, let's talk golf. Here's Mike Sullivan, the most inconsistent golfer ever. In your life have you seen anything like that? And Kyle Bogey, wait, how can a guy with that name host a golf show? We'll never know. Better than most. It's the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Powered by our presenting partner, Hall Financial. Okay, well, welcome into another edition here of the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Sully, Bogey, great to have you guys on board as always, and certainly have a lot to talk about today. We are going to be getting into the Donnie Trosper story. I'm sure you guys have seen that all over Metro Detroit Golfers, Facebook, Instagram, etc. And also, uh, definitely talking a little bit about the Tiger Woods story and uh, just, wow, what a situation that was. Um, truly can't believe it, but we'll get into that in a second. I do want to just start and just take a moment to to, to talk about Donnie Trosper. And again, I'm sure you guys have seen it online, but just a, a an awesome situation that really speaks to MDG and, and speaks to what we've built. And, and when I say we, I don't just... I do not mean me and Kyle. I mean everyone, right? So everyone has built this with Metro Detroit golfers, and I think that that the Donnie Trosper story really just allows everyone to to just take a moment and and realize how cool it is. And it was in huge part, obviously, because of Hall Financial and David Hall and stepping up to the plate. So just the the quick backstory before we get into uh, the the Trosper situation itself, as well as Tiger Woods a little bit later, but. Uh, it all started with David Hall uh, just having a conversation with us about, as always, more ways he can help with the group, help with the with the community, and and that's really how it all started because we were talking about sponsorship, and and Donnie had reached out to me about potentially getting some help with uh, with his journey on the journey to make uh, make the PGA Tour to get a PGA Tour card and. There's obviously a lot of expenses with that. There's a lot of entry fees. There's a lot of funding that's needed. And and Donnie had reached out to me about just getting some some potential funding and sponsorship. And, and of course, we went straight to David Hall with that. And he stepped right up to the plate. David Hall stepped up to the plate, said, absolutely, I'd like to sponsor Donnie. How about the next six events? Wear an MDG hat. We said, well, he can wear a Hall Financial hat. And D. Hall said, no, wear an MDG hat. So that really is how it all started. And, of course... The first week of this sponsorship, Donnie goes out and Monday qualifies for the Puerto Rico Open, which is a PGA Tour event, and, and we've been watching them on the Golf Channel, and that's actually why the podcast is a little later this week, because we wanted to wait and see what happened. Um, so Donnie obviously had a, a great Thursday at the Puerto Rico Open, which was the secondary PGA Tour event. Um, the, the WGC Workday is also this week on tour. But Donnie went out on Thursday and actually eagled hole number two. Uh, was off to just a great start. And uh, he ended up finishing 71. So one under par. It was his first ever round on the PGA Tour that he shot under par. So certainly credit to him. It was just awesome to see. And he was, you know, in the thick of things. Um, and then went out Friday. And certainly it was a little tough round on Friday. And and, uh, you know, I'm sure that I know just from talking to him every single day, of course, he wishes he played better, but shot a 78 on Friday, unfortunately missed the cut. But uh, guys, just a, an example of a guy and a kid who, who's doing it the right way, who's grinding, who loves MDG, and who's just pursuing his dream of a PGA Tour card. So this was his third event, and uh, it really was just awesome to see. Uh, him him competing this and and wear an MDG hat. How cool is that? Make sure you're all over the social media platforms to see that and MetroDetroitGolfers.com. But 
once again, a big, uh, I mean, obviously, Kyle, a big thank you to, to D. Hall, and, and we'd encourage everyone just to visit www.hallmdg.com, uh, you know, to support Hall Financial. They, they're doing nothing but supporting us and MDG, so of course, if, you, if you're in the market for a, uh, a home or if you, if you want to refinance, make sure that you hit up www.hallmdg.com to uh, check out all of their information that they're doing specifically for Metro Detroit golfers. But big thank you to D Hall. And, and I mean, Kyle, obviously what a, what a great opportunity uh, for Donnie. Oh, you're hundred percent right. You know, obviously it's a tremendous story, um, you know, and, and we're, we're really thankful to, uh, to David Hall and the, the entire team over at Hall Financial, that relationship and what they've done for MDG and, you know, being able to, to put Donnie, um, you know, in this position to just lay back, practice golf, worry about golf, don't worry about anything else, uh, you know, right now, that, that is, uh, that's very powerful. And I know, uh, you know, Donnie's going to be frustrated, uh, you know, with how the, the week went at the Puerto Rico Open, but uh, there's no doubt he's going to get a few more swings at this, and, you know, that's really all that matters. So, you know, get back to the drawing board, get back to Florida, uh, and, and try to hit another one of these Monday qualifiers, and I got to believe, you know, it, it's going to happen, I think, pretty quickly for him. You know, if he makes one cut, I, I do expect that to just start kind of spiraling and him to start playing better and better golf. It, it does seem, you know, that there's this, you know, we, we always talk about on the, on the podcast, Mike, trying to break 100 for the first time, trying to break 90 for the first time, trying to break 80 for the first time. Donnie's, you know, quote-unquote break 90 thing yeah. is making a cut. It's a good point. You know, and, yeah. and that is, I mean, you want to talk about how difficult that is. For him to just qualify for these tournaments, has gotten three chances to go out there and make a cut in a PGA Tour tournament. It, so I can't even imagine, yeah, the, the ultimate, uh, you know, mind bleep that is going on for him, um, you know, and the pressure that's probably on him to just, you know, don't make mistakes, go out there, put yourself in good position, no big numbers. Um, but the more opportunities you get to do it, the more times you're going to go out there and flirt with, for, for guys like us, breaking 90 or breaking 80. So the more opportunities Donnie gets, I got to believe it, it's going to happen at some point here oh, in the yeah. near future. And you know, obviously, we'll, we'll see what transpires with these Monday qualifiers moving forward. But, you know, the Rocket Classic, certainly, you know, something that we hope Donnie is going to be able to be in this year. Um, you know, we'll be pushing for that. But yeah. still, great story. Unbelievable for him to even be in this position. Uh, and as he regroups, I, I got to believe he'll be fine. He will. He, he, it's just a matter of time before he makes a cut. And he will continue to get these chances. I think that the, the Rocket Classic should absolutely. And I'm going to talk to people I know that are that are tournament directors of that. There you go. And, and really push for Donnie to be exempt from that tournament. I think that Donnie should get in. I think that Willie Mack should get in. 100%. I think both of those guys should be exempt and get into the Rocket Classic. It, it, people would love to see that. So uh, I certainly think that will happen. Um Donnie's going to continue to get more chances, and he's right there. Uh, he, he was just off to a, a blazing start on Thursday with that eagle on number two, and, and I think that, that he's... Did you, did you get a chance to cash out on DraftKings, by the way? You put 20 it, yeah, down to I win 20 looked, grand? I actually looked. It was, I think it said like $20.19 or something oh, like that at that point. Oh, that stinks. I didn't, but no. Um, yeah, I, I think that Donnie's going to continue to get chances. He's going to continue to play on tour. He will make a cut, and that is a confidence thing. His next step is, you're absolutely right, making a cut, and... And, and cashing a check, and it, it's tough, guys. It is so tough to even qualify for a PGA Tour event, let alone play two really good rounds of golf and make the cut and, and make the weekend. But I think that Donnie's very, very close. It's very clear that he can play on this level. We're thrilled to, 
continue to be supporting him um, and, and obviously very happy for Hall Financial to, to be a part of this as well. So uh, I would encourage everyone to to treat this as absolutely a positive and it's once again a chance for Donnie and, and, and I mean, how cool is that to see those photos of Donnie wearing a Metro Detroit golfer's hat on the PGA Tour? That's just incredible. So thank you to everyone for all the support and, and I think that Donnie is just just getting started in terms of his uh, career and, and all that he's going to accomplish uh, you know, playing golf professionally. Well, just it speaks to how many incredibly talented and world class golfers there are, uh, you know, out there. I mean, we we talked about uh, the Puerto Rico Open. You got the WGC Workday, uh, you know, going on simultaneously, and you know, us, you know, the amateur and, and average golfers that are out there are sitting there going, "Wow, the Puerto Rico Open, you know, not a great field." Right. There is still some unbelievable talent uh, in players that are out there competing in that event. It's even the though, PGA Tour. Exactly. It I mean, is. that that's really all it boils down to. But either way, you know, certainly a good learning experience, another opportunity for him, and I gotta believe he's gonna have more of these. You know, he's proven that he can go and hone in and win some of those Monday qualifiers and and get. Uh, you know, himself to that next level. So uh, it'd be interesting to see what the next tournament will be that he's able to qualify for. And, you know, like I said, just the more opportunities you get, uh, you know, the the closer he will be to actually being able to make the cut. And that's the most important thing. Yeah, absolutely. And I'm going to continue every single time that he's in a tournament betting on him as well <laughs> through DraftKings. I think DraftKings has been awesome with what they've been doing. And guys, make sure you use promo code MDG. When you sign up for DraftKings, uh, even right now, first-time first time DraftKings casino customers, you can receive a deposit bonus of up to $1,500 plus $10 in free credits. And, guys, that's just the start of it. They're going to be doing a lot of specific bets for Metro Detroit golfers, uh, juiced odds, you know, uh, special-type betting opportunities, things like that. So make sure when you sign up, you use code MDG. And if you already had signed up previously, that's great. Just stay tuned to Metro Detroit golfers. For all the stuff we'll be doing in the in the private rooms uh, that we will be doing as well, and also of course, obviously, guys with DraftKings, and if you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call the Michigan Department of Health and Human Services Gambling Disorder Helpline. That's 800-270-7117. 21 and over, Michigan only. Restrictions apply. Deposit and bonus amounts require. 10x playthrough at various contribution rates. See DraftKings.com/sportsbook for full terms and conditions. Subject to regulatory licensing requirements, but be a part of DraftKings, code MDG. Yeah, and real quick, um, you know, because I love to do the live weekend betting, um, you know, in golf. Had a winner this past week uh, in Max Homa out at Riviera, which was really exciting. Um, Rory McIlroy coming off of a missed cut last weekend. He has a lot of top tens and a ton of top fives um, following a missed cut, he's plus 2,500 right now, depending on, you know, obviously when you're, you're downloading, uh, you know, the podcast and being able to listen to it, I think there's some tremendous value uh, on Rory in a bounce back situation. Uh, Brooks Kepka still plus 750 as we were recording this. Brooks obviously been playing uh, some really good golf of late and Webb Simpson has had just a tremendous calendar year. You can get him at plus 900 all on DraftKings. So, you know, look, the best part about betting on golf is you can throw 10 or 20 bucks on three different guys, and if one of them hits, you end up making a ton yeah. of cash. So uh, that is one of my favorite things to do every single weekend. But just keep your eye on that uh, on the DraftKings app. Yeah, absolutely. And obviously, guys, encourage everyone, as, as we've announced a lot of stuff lately, to uh, – uh, regarding the virtual golf show and certainly some looking ahead towards some outings and events in the summer, encourage everyone to, to join our text list. That's MDG to 545454 or 
make sure that, that once or twice a week you go on to MetroDetroitGolfers.com and browse around. Uh, there's a lot of information on there. We have a lot of uh, longer-form articles that, that Tim Fonser is heading uh, as, long, as well as uh, some literally, which is great, members of Metro Detroit Golfers. There's been a couple dozen people who have reached out and wanted to write for the website, which is just incredible. So if you have some golf content that you want to be writing and, and get featured on Metro Detroit Golfers' website, which gets a ton of traffic every single week, uh, make sure that you uh, certainly reach out to us on the website. Yeah, a lot coming up. You know what's been fascinating for me uh, this week as we've we've looked at uh, the forecast for this weekend and the snow is starting to melt next week. 52 degrees it was the other day. Next week, supposed to be sunny all week long and right around the 50s and all that. And I keep seeing uh, in the Metro Detroit Golfers uh, group, People asking, know. anybody know of any tracks that are I open know, on yeah. Sunday? <laughs> Just dying to get out there and People play the first play. round. Yeah, I think that you, you, we always inevitably will catch a few days in March, which is exciting. And March is right around the corner next week, and – uh, that'll be great just to just to catch a few days in March to go out there and play. But, yeah, of course, the conditions won't be great, nor can you expect them to be A little be bit great. muddy. <laughs> uh, and that's, again, are, we are probably – I can't really think of anyone else in the Michigan golf scene who's bigger supporters of the Superintendents Association than us in more ways than one. So it, it's we, we have the utmost respect for all of the superintendents that are – that are doing a great job, and, and they are working hard, to, and they will be especially to get their courses in great shape and do so quickly. So very excited uh, as we're kind of peeking into golf season in the month of March. March is not I, – I don't like to say that golf season starts in March in Michigan. I think it's more so April, but, but March is really that peak into golf season because you do absolutely in March. You will catch a day – that's 60 degrees and, and the opportunity to go out and golf a little bit. It becomes top of mind, you know, yep. and, and for me, what, what's starting to hit me is, you know, we have new clubs obviously on the way, really excited to get those in our hands and we'll see uh, when we're able to. But I started, uh, you know, like a kid on Christmas, you know, thinking about, uh, you know, reaching out to, you know, Sean who got me fitted out at miles of golf and going, so uh, any update on uh, you right. know, any of my irons, my driver, you know, any of that stuff. Uh, can't wait for that to come in the mail because, I mean, that will be a true signal. Golf season is here. We can take our new, you know, sticks and go out there, uh, you know, play around, hit the range, whatever it might be. Um, always an exciting feeling, though, especially, you know, this, this past year and everything that's gone on. It's, a, it's been a brutal and long winter, as it always is uh, here in Michigan. Just really exciting to think about. I, I think you said it the other night on our little uh, virtual happy hour inside MTG, you know, that, that first tee shot of the year. You know, it's yeah, always right. always exciting. It's, uh, it's usually to have that. pretty good too, because the first round of the year, we should do a whole episode on this next couple of weeks. I think we should. The first round of the year usually is a, is is pretty good. You're swinging freely. You're you're not trying to do anything too crazy. You're trying to just get that swing nice and smooth. You know, maybe you're taking some distance off and just trying to just play some good golf. I, I've always found that the first round of the year is actually pretty good. For it, It's hit or miss with me. You know, a, a couple of years ago, I, I, I came out and my first round of the year was a 79 out of Tanglewood. And I'm like, oh, man, this is this is the year that everything, you know, changes. And, you know, you take that next step as a golfer. And I never got into the 70s again that season. Yeah, <laughs> you know, but so it just depends. Last year I was – Man, I, I think I was firing high 90s. I, I shot a 102 at Red Run very early in the season. I mean, it, it was not great. I, I always peak later uh, in the season, which uh, I, I need to try and fix. Hopefully and there's, always, there's always a kind of, and we again, we'll do a whole episode on this, but there's always kind of a lull in the middle of the season where you're 
struggling through something, you got to take a separate range session, which is really the only time I'll go to the range is if I'm, <laughs> I'm just struggling and, and, and need to fix something. Um, you start to get tired, I will, honestly. But again, I'll, I'll hit, I'll hit, usually hit a couple balls, or sometimes when I'm waiting on someone, I'll hit a couple balls before a round. But besides that, I, I get some range, session, range sessions in as the season starts, for sure, to get the swing right. And then the only other time I'll have a true range session is if, uh, you know, I'm, I'm working through something and just got to get it right. So uh, excited for that. We'll do a whole episode on that. But, Kyle, I do uh, quickly want to talk about I think we'd be remiss if we didn't at least bring up the Tiger Woods situation mm-hmm. uh, that just took place this past week and how crazy and scary that that, that was. Um, you know, obviously, you mentioned we did talk a lot on the MDG virtual happy hour the other night with Coppercraft about this and various other topics, but just to take a moment and talk about the Tiger Woods situation and the unfortunate car crash that he got in, um, that really was scary, and that was that was eerily, I hate to compare it to, but it, but I think everyone was, it, it was eerily reminiscent of the Kobe Bryant news, wasn't it? Absolutely. I mean, not only time of year, but just you see the news break and you're like, oh my God, it looks serious, please be okay, please be okay, and thank God he is okay thank god that it's not uh, when i I, when i say the word okay that i i mean that uh meaning oh not all is great but at least he's alive frankly when i say i'm glad he's okay Mm. i mean i'm glad he's alive seriously i I mean the injuries and and the extent of the injuries who knows you know as far as golf is concerned and i know i'm not even thinking about no no 100 percent. you know obviously the most important thing is you know he's around for his kids and you know hopefully he'll be able to walk and you know do normal daily things um moving forward but when you think about tiger woods you're you innately you know start thinking about golf and and you know i gotta be honest you you don't want to be somebody who's going to uh count tiger out or you know something like that but you see never count tiger out you see the shattered ankle pins in place uh, the fractures that he had, uh, you know, in his legs, the the issues cutting through muscle and things to, to repair everything. You do have to wonder about arthritis. You do have to wonder about how it can hold up and stand, you know, walking six miles, hills, elevation, things like that, four days in a row over a golf tournament. That 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 seems cumbersome. And his you know, body was already beat up. It, it was, you know, so, you know, so that that to I, me is, is, is tough. Yeah, I think it's very, um, you know, when you talk about, just Tiger in general. Um, the, the HBO documentary was, I, I didn't think it was very good. I it wasn't th- thorough I, I thought enough. It, I thought it was very, anytime you have a documentary and it's in ti- and the person's not in it, and it's just other people talking crap about him and, and, and ripping on his dad and stuff like that, I, I can't take it too seriously and act like it, it was just some great documentary. I didn't think it was. But there was a quote in there, I, I forget the gentleman who said it, but it was, you know, one thing that I've learned covering golf all these years is that you never, and I mean ever, bet against Tiger Woods. Never count him out and never tell him that he can't do something, right? So I'm not even thinking about golf at all with Tiger Woods right now. I'm not. Yeah. Um, but when you want to talk about, oh, sure, that if people are already trying to write the, the fairy tale story of him coming back and winning the Masters after all of this and stuff like that, which I, I can't even think about yet, but... If there was a guy to do it, and, and this is speaking not knowing any of the true medical details or the true outlook on what he's going to or not going to be able to do, um, I, I just think that on a very general level, never, ever, ever count Tiger Woods out of anything in life because that is someone who does have that killer instinct, that I'm going to win instinct, um, and that's very rare. And, it, and it's, it's among very, very hyper-successful people 
that you see that type of attitude. So I wouldn't count Tiger Woods out on absolutely anything, golf or otherwise. Well, and who knows? You know, he's he's a guy who has accomplished everything. You know, so what are I guess what's a common theme? You mentioned super successful people, athletes, whatever it may be, finding that next thing, that next motivation, that next uh, you know achievement that they want to really you know work toward. Maybe this is something that you know, unfortunately can really reinvigorate him and potentially motivate him to get back and accomplish, you know, things that we never thought would be possible again. And obviously we don't know if they'll be possible um, after this, but I, I will say just knowing what we know now and, you know, the, the crash and the injuries and everything um, as he continues to age and inch toward, uh, you know, 50 years old, I, I just, I have a healthy appreciation for the 2019 masters and us even being able to experience that, you know, yep. because, if we didn't if we didn't get to see that if we didn't get to see him come back to competitive golf and competing with the the best players in the world uh winning tournaments winning the masters i think there would be a very empty feeling but i also because we got to see that we got to see him win another major after all of those years and all the doubters i i don't want to say i'm i'm at peace if he you know doesn't come back to competitive golf or doesn't you know win another major but to a certain degree, we, we saw what we all, I think, really needed to see from Tiger Woods one more time. Um, and that kind of, I don't know, it makes me take a step back and just say, you know what, if he, if he isn't able to come back, that would suck. But man, we, we, we got an unbelievable career and we got the finish to a career that I think we all desperately needed. We needed to kind of just see one more time if he could do it with all the, the competitive, talented young golfers out there, the young bombers. And he was able to do it. So I, I do have an appreciation for that. Yeah, and, and I think that, you know, just with how Tiger's wired to, especially about – you mentioned he's accomplished everything, which he has, besides Jack Nicholas Majors, of course. Sure. Um, but but that was so telling, and I will say in, in the HBO documentary – uh, you watched that, right? Yeah, I did. Um, it, not well done. Not yeah. thorough enough. I thought his dad it was looked the smear, worst. It was a smear job. I thought it was. I, I don't. I don't know if I'd go that far. But when you come off a Jordan documentary that's ten hours and incredibly thorough and unbelievable behind the scenes, and then you have it was what? They made him hour look and a half, hour and forty minutes. I, then you have all these these, these you know alleged mistresses of Tiger Woods. What what are they going to say? Of course they're going to come on and say that. You know, some of the stuff they were saying was just ridiculous. I mean, you would have thought that, you know, every single one of them was saying that Tiger loved me more than anyone. I mean, come on. But uh, <laughs> anyway, I do think that, that with, with the Tiger Woods situation in, the, in, in terms of his, the Jack Nicholas uh, majors, I thought it, it was one of the most classic interviews ever when Scott Van Pelt had asked Tiger Woods. It was something along the lines of, uh, of uh, he had 14 majors at the time, and, and Scott Van Pelt said, all right, Tiger, you can either have uh, – you can break Sam Snead's record of most tour wins or, or no, what was it? He goes, you can you can either have 100 tour wins or 19 majors. Uh, what would you choose? And Tiger said 19 majors. And then he goes, <laughs> then he goes all right, you can have uh, 85 or 90 tour wins but 15 majors. What would you have? And then Tiger just paused and goes – 19. <laughs> so, I mean, 19, all Tiger wants to do is break Jack's record. But uh, it's it's something that, of course, we're – again, I'm not at the place yet where I'm even thinking about golf for Tiger. Sure, I get it that it creeps into people's minds. But, I mean, my God, let's just hope that he's truly 
truly okay and truly can be a father and truly can can just walk and live normal life before we start thinking mm-hmm. and rushing to the conversation yep. about swinging a golf club yeah all right and sure. that's what every that's that's just society in general automatically it's going to turn to this you know getting way way ahead of things and talking about golf and, and i just i don't think it's the place for that yet i don't no it's not he's going to be away from competitive golf for two years yeah. I mean, just think about that. You know, the back alone, I saw the recovery, people, people the legs. Were, were tweeting, people, I saw people tweeting the other day, um, literally, I forget who it was, having a discussion about if there's any way he can still play in the Masters this year. Oh, come on. And, and I, I just, I don't even that know why, why some people are talking about that. That's absurd. But did you, uh, <laughs> I will ask this, though, you know, as we're kind of wrapping up the Tiger Woods discussion, did you have any issue with how that story was covered from, <laughs> from a media perspective? Of course. Almost every single network that you watch, they were talking about, you know, he was such an inspiration. You know, he had a huge impact on this next generation of golfers. It's like, he's not dead. I know. You know, and, and, and I know the natural inclination when, when you hear that it's something serious, when you hear the Jaws of Life pulled him out of the vehicle, and then you see the photo and video yep. and everything, um, it looks absolutely horrific, you know. And when you're not getting an update and hours have gone by, I understand that you start to just go down you hope, that, you hope that, that path. He's alive. Yeah. Of course, but yeah, I, I did not. I, I have. I, I wasn't have, a fan of it. And, and, and again, go back to the Kobe Bryant situation when they were, when the media was reporting that that all of Kobe Bryant's da- uh, daughters had passed away. That Rick Fox was in the helicopter mm-hmm. and he passed away, which wasn't even true. Yeah. Um, in situations like this, if you're not. Forget about 100% sure. If you're not 1,000% sure about something, you don't say it, mm-hmm. right? And, and I think that, that the the reports were already coming out from the surgeons at the time, too, of, hey, this is moderate to critical. This is not life-threatening. Um, he is recovering. He just had surgery, whatever. Yep. And that was that sucked, right? And, and I get it that initially everyone was wondering, you see the pictures, is he alive, is he alive, is he alive? And, and that was very, very scary. But I just – we started watching the coverage here in the office and it was, yeah, like you said, every single media outlet talking about Tiger Woods was this, he had a great career. He was impactful to not only golf, but otherwise. And it's like, what are we doing? Why, why are we, we using these past tense words? And, and I don't know. I just, I, I already in this country have such a, such a low expectation for the media in general with anything in this country right now. But, but I thought that was even, even just a little ridiculous about, how that was covered. Well, it's always focusing on the bad. You never want to focus on the good. Heaven forbid you focus on positive and you be encouraging and, right. you know, hopeful as opposed to just, you know, everything is the worst. Uh, the world is in dire shape. Uh, this country is in trouble. And it's like, come on. Right. Jeez, is there any anything positive that has happened? I yeah. mean, do you have to only find one, the only negative thing that's out there on any given day and that's what you're going to discuss and report on it's sad and, and, and people who are like no wonder people freak out about everything and people who watch are, the news every day you'll lose your mind people who are like that are sad you know and, and i think that that's that's the case with uh uh frankly almost all of our media in this country right now and i'll leave it at that but um nonetheless we're, we're certainly well just, i'll say this the media really went down when you and i stepped out of that spotlight okay i yeah. mean it's just downhill from there yeah Let's be I, real. I never i believe me I, I will never in any way say that i'm a journalist no, or a uh, no. uh i i would i'm not a journalist and and again there's people who work hard at, at and to become journalists and i have a lot of friends who are journalists and that's great you know but i would never i've never to that level, you say that people thought of us as media. I've never portrayed or acted like I was a journalist or, or that I was that, uh, you know, deserved to be looked at as a journalist. I'm not. And nor did I study or, or go to school no. for that either. 
But um, no, I think that, that all in all with the Tiger Woods situation, we're certainly glad that he is alive, that, that we're wishing for a speedy recovery, and, and we're going to take it one step at a time. So very, very scary situation. That hit me very hard and, and, and just thankful that, that he's still alive and, um, you know, and, and just go from there, Kyle. Yeah, I thought you saw a ghost as, uh, as the news broke, but uh, you were able to, you know, keep your composure, so that's good. Um, we, we were talking earlier about uh, the season, you know, getting here a little bit sooner and the weather warming up and maybe we'll be able to play some – don't want to jinx it. Some March golf potentially here in the state of Michigan. Um, want to just encourage you guys as you you know start to get the sticks out, start to clean those things up, start to take your body a little bit more serious as well. You want to make sure you're prepared for this upcoming season. Our friends over at Tricovery Massage and Flexibility do an unbelievable job with golf specific packages. Whether it's you know stretching, whether it's the the cupping therapy that I've been doing a little bit more, uh, you know, intensive uh, care as I'm trying to work through uh, a left shoulder blade injury. Jeff and Kevin and the incredible team over at Tricovery, they really want to make sure that, you know, the golfers here in the state of Michigan, the Metro Detroit golfers are taken care of. I encourage you to just check them out. You know, go in for one treatment, look them up. That's tricovery.com, T-R-I-Covery.com. There's two locations, one in Novi, one in Royal Oak. Get your body right for the season you can go out there and hit bombs. That's try covering massage and flexibility. Thanks for listening to the Metro Detroit Golfers Podcast. Make sure to hit that subscribe button and keep giving Sully and Bogey a hard time. Powered by our presenting sponsor, Hall Financial, and also Tri-Covery Massage and Flexibility. 